and looked at our beautiful This was really pieces. fun. Yeah. It was thank awesome. So thank you for having stay me. Stay tuned for Is Butter a Carb? Yeah. And thanks for coming. Good night. and I won't respond to it. Is butter a curve? Is butter a curve? Is butter a curve? Is butter a curve? Listening to KXRY Portland at 91.1 and 107.1 FM and KXRWLP Vancouver at 99.9 FM. Streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. This is Is Butter a Carb? Happy 420. I'm Megan Hattie. I'm DJ Mommy Miami. We've got a special guest in the studio today to talk about aging with us. It's the very lovely. <laughs> And badass business owner, small business owner, Scylla McClellan. No, that's good. Keep it small. I mean, there's a big difference between small businesses and big businesses. It's true. I'm more like a micro business anyway. Oh, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about the businesses that you own and um, what kind of expertise you have on the subject of aging? Well, I own a bookstore in the lovely McMinnville, Oregon, called Third Street Books. And I also own another store just down the street from it called Yamhill Valley Dry Goods. That is shoes and clothes for men and women. Wine country chic. Come shopping this weekend. Um, and I... I'm an expert on aging because I'm 45. I think that's what makes me yeah. a sort of an expert. Definitely more than us. <laughs> <laughs> more of an expert, I mean, and also older. I, I am older, it's true. <coughs> yeah, so every month on Is Butter Carb, we have a different theme, and this month's is aging. Last month's was uh, the subject of bodies, and next month you'll just have to stay tuned to find out. But if you want to participate, ask our lovely guest, any questions, you can do so by texting 971-220-KXRY or 971-220-5979. And if folks want to call in, how do they do that, Megan Hattie? in the studio, 503-233-X-RAY, 503-233-X-RAY. Uh, we can air your calls, and we would love to uh, get any sort of input from you. And um, it is also, very excitingly, our membership drive right now on X-Ray. And we really need your support in order to exist. Because, you know, X-Ray is where radio is yours. And radio is, you know, for everyone. And it's by us, for us. 
for you whatever it is is only because of what you've put into it and what that enables us to create it so you can support that by calling our pledge line it's 503-709-9535 that's 503-709-9535 and today our matching gift is two thousand dollars if you pledge that amount it will be matched and so that is pretty amazing because i know radio has changed my life because i've been on the radio for seven years now wow that's a long 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 time it's kind of crazy but i can't stop i've been on on x-ray here since uh october i think something like that is that when our show started yes and it's just been life-changing for me as well i didn't realize that i loved radio so much until i heard my own voice on it (laughs) (laughs) no seriously yeah give our pledge line a call again or you can donate online check out x-ray.fm to pledge become a member we get a lot of our support from our monthly memberships and we rely on that and so check out x-ray.fm for more info and we love y'all so to dive into um our first segment tonight kind of going with uh the international holiday of 420 (laughs) uh, (laughs) we thought we would ask Scylla how has weed culture changed throughout your life? Um, oh, the ironies run deep here. So I grew up in California and went to high school down there in San Rafael. Go dogs. That's where 420 actually came from. Yeah, we learned I know that. Right. That's yeah. disputed, I understand. But um, Will you summarize that origin of that, just in case our listeners aren't familiar? Um, that was the police code for there's pot at a party. Oh. <laughs> there's 420 at the party. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a time in the afternoon that they would gather after school. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Nope. At least that's what I've always understood. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, San Rafael, San Rafael High. Um, so pot culture, well, it's hugely different in that, of course, it's now legal, at least in Oregon and soon in California. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I just, um, I don't know. I wasn't, I didn't smoke a lot of dope. I mean, I call it dope. <laughs> I had some younger friends tell me that's how they know I'm older because I call it dope. Um, but I call it dope because my dad always called it dope. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said you didn't smoke a lot of weed, but uh, do you now? No, not a lot. Periodically. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not opposed to it in any way. But um, I have discovered that one of the things I don't like about it is apparently I'm not smoking the kind that has <sighs> enough. Mm-hmm. I need low thc high cdb cbd cbd yeah. i don't even know what it's called <laughs> <laughs> that is what i've discovered this year since i started using it to treat menstrual cramps oh. and it's a miracle yeah it's um a friend of mine out in mcminnville actually i ran into him on thanksgiving or the day before thanksgiving and we were both lamenting um some familial obligations and having to drive there and he's like 
dude, you just go to the shop out by Riverside Drive, <laughs> and this is what <laughs> yeah, you get. Totally. And I said, okay, and I did. And it made my Thanksgiving um, <coughs> pleasurable. Mm. Nice. So, yeah, um, it's definitely something I'm working on experiencing a little bit more often. Yeah, and there it's are just websites easier than that can match too. you, too. Really? Like, oh. you can l- say what effects you're looking for. I don't want to name drop them, but... right. It's a lot of cool. It's it's definitely that didn't happen like you know, decades ago. No, that was not at all. It wasn't at all like an artisanal culture no. that it is now. Back then, if I wanted to buy it, I had to like know a guy who knew a guy, yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And even in college, it was like you had to kind of like who do you know? Hey, do you know? And um, and my parents would always tell me. <gasps> It's much stronger than when we smoked it when we were younger, so just be <laughs> careful. Um, that sounds like a cool thing for parents to say. <laughs> yeah, so we would um, spend summers in Europe with my grandparents, and my uncle from Germany always brought hash. <laughs> and so we would have a lot. Um, I was uh, lame and didn't partake as much as um, my siblings, but they would all have late-night parties over at the other oh, house. That's cool. So... Yeah, it's funny because you were the first uh, parent I ever babysat for. I just learned that today. I'm from McMinnville also. And I would see, I saw like a magnet at your house that was like, (laughs) it was like these those sassy housewife (laughs) magnets. Uh It would be about like, I can't say no to shoes, but they would be like, you know, sassy housewife. And then there was one that had like a reference to weed. Uh And I was like... I don't know about that. I'm 14. <laughs> like, Scylla is cool, but why does she have a magnet that's about something I've heard that is not cool? Oh, interesting. <laughs> I, did so, not, I love I'm learning all this stuff. Did you go and tell your mom afterwards? No, I was like, I won't tell. Like, <laughs> oh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty uppity for a 14-year-old. <gasps> yeah. That's I probably mean, why we liked you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What happened? When Megan was Megan Hattie was so responsible and uppity. I'm still cool. <laughs> I think my kids just liked you. No, I love them. Yeah, I think. I mean, they still like you. You know, I like them too. So yeah, that's I a like big part of their it. Their online presence is. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about all I have to go off. The extent of your connection now. Yeah. Now uh, this is a text in Collins show, and actually, we got a text from someone who seems to be a regular uh, <laughs> if you want to go ahead and text us about your your experiences with weed culture changing over the course of your life as i'm sure it has you can always chime in <coughs> at 971-220-KXRY that's 971-220-5979 but our buddy old pal said hey yo how's my fave podcast <laughs> <laughs> technically a radio show but we, we won't you know knock you for it and then said, and how was your birthday? You're 20, uh, 26th, I believe. Mm. That's this directed is, at uh, Megan Hattie. 971 number, so McMinnville, right? Someone <laughs> you know. <laughs> I probably know this person. Um, my birthday was cool. Isn't 971 just uh, anything outside of Portland, though? I don't know. Purcells? I think so. I think it might be. Anyways, but. My birthday was good. Um,. I do. I did want to say I saw a church sign the other day, driving back to Portland from McMinnville, where I spent the birthday with my family, and it said, "Life is where your comfort zone ends," and that's exactly what I 
you know, will continue to live for in my 26th year. Discomfort? Yeah, pushing my comfort zone. <laughs> and I think I might go back to church, is what I'm saying. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. No. Oh. <laughs> Fold me. But I'm going to, no, I'm going to go out to this, this, just this one church that had the sign out in Tigard every Sunday. So if you're looking for me on a Sunday in my new church in Tigard. <gasps> Nice. They get me there. I think I drive past that church, too. Yeah. <laughs> By the high school. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Good stuff. Free taco night for teens as well. I, think. I know. I always yeah. wonder how <laughs> many people go to that. Yeah, because it's right by the high school. They're supposed to, like, walk home and just decide to have tacos and Jesus. <laughs> um, well, anywho. I like tacos when I'm high. I know. I know that <laughs> much, so... I mean, maybe that's their incentive on how to get youngins to church is like, let them smoke their pot after school on the walk over to the church, mm-hmm. but then come enjoy it in safe company with, you know, pastors and whatnot. Church would be more fun high. Probably. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe. just like terrifying. <laughs> <coughs> Depends on how much CBD versus THC it seems like, right? Mm-hmm. I like the idea, though, of you being able to do, like, a personality test, like, in the back of, like, a Teen Vogue, but now it's just weed these days. (laughs) (laughs) Are you mostly A's? CBD is the the what you want. (laughs) And the questions would be, like, do you get really anxious around people and think that you're dying? You don't want to (laughs) do the crazy strain. I don't actually know enough about weed to to make these jokes like this, actually. (laughs) Dabbing is also a thing. Oh, yeah. It's like a dance move slash drugs. Right. Didn't yeah. I explain this to you on yeah. air before? Yeah. Do, do you know about dabbing? Um, I have teenage daughters, so yes. <laughs> but I don't know exactly what it is. But I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. Well, it's just another form of smoking weed, but it's a high concentration. You get, like, oil or something, and you use a blowtorch so it's like the druggiest way of consuming weed oh <laughs> so i hope your teenage girls aren't doing it but you know Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh if you if you caught your teenagers smoking weed how would you feel about it um well i already know i hope nobody w- i really know well is listening to this but <laughs> i know my oldest does just my mom um oh okay <laughs> um that's fine um your secret's safe with us, <laughs> anyone listening. <laughs> anyone listening. I know my oldest does, and that's fine. Whatever, she's in college. She's on her way to being her own complete person. Um, I don't think my youngest has quite discovered that, and I'm okay with that. How old's your youngest? 15. Just freshman. So she's got time. Yeah, yeah. Freshman, yeah. I didn't do it till senior year. I think I was, uh, I think I was younger, but I didn't, senior year I did it definitely more regularly. <coughs> I was, uh, I was really young. I was 13. I smoked weed before I drank alcohol. Because oh. it, it what? Was, yeah, it was one of those things that was easier, was actually. Easier, yeah. Yeah, that's like totally a story, but it's, it was my life. Um, and it's cool. Yeah. And I, I got, I did it with my sister. Um. <laughs> was she older? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was, she's five years older. Yeah. So she, uh, assisted me with getting high for the first time, which was really fun. I remember it very vividly. And then 
a week later i got drunk for the first time (laughs) (laughs) it it was a wild wild it really was a gateway drug it was yeah (laughs) a gateway drug to the legal drugs i guess but not for my age but um i actually i grew up in the bay area i know you're from the bay area and um i'm picking a song to play for all our listeners uh that actually originates in in the san francisco bay area and it's a nostalgic classic i'm not sure if you're familiar with bammerweed by rbl posse i don't know maybe not (laughs) (laughs) well it's a it's an early 90s jam so we're gonna go ahead and turn that out and after we get back from our musical break we'll be here to talk to you about other things with aging like business owning and uh (laughs) getting married (laughs) staying married oh yeah who knows feel free to text in keep texting uh if you'd like to that is 971-220-5979 we're here for 44 more minutes is butter a carb nope but marijuana is (laughs) thanks for listening to x-ray fm where radio is yours Don't give me no bammer weed. We don't smoke that shit in a SFC. Don't give me no bammer weed. We don't smoke that shit in a SFC. Don't give me no bammer weed. We don't smoke that shit in a SFC. Don't give me no bammer weed. We don't smoke that shit in a SFC. Three, two, one, coming in with a bank. Two harbor road players, not a Frisco gang. Piss with lips, never known as to we smoke dang. Cause bammer ain't legit. Damn, that bammer ain't no good. Your miles will smoke some road up wood. And your laughing said those lines was funny. But trip on the sense that I'm stretching your punk ass done. You with the program. Can you see bammer? It's nothing but a scammer false high. Nothing but an untrue a fit. More everyday lie to take the claim to fame. Ain't it a gram? That's a cheek to gang. Once new girl named Brenda. Smoking that bammer was an everyday agenda. She used to laugh and get until Mr. C moved next to a building I tried to get him, but she acted kind of shy So I said my dad, I got a real high She invited me up to her room Mr. C, and Mr. With the C, streets, honey boom, honey boom He smoked more dang without a car And later that night, I was in them drawers See, Frisco players ain't no punks Put butts in a way, and they're gonna get bumped Or a British now sexing in the point Couldn't handle the day, the reason we don't smoke that shit in a SFC. Don't give me no bammer weed. We don't smoke that shit in a SFC. Don't give me no bammer weed. We don't smoke that shit in a SFC. Don't give me no bammer joint. It's the black seat brother getting straight to the point. I was chilling outside on a hot day. It was me and my homies just check what I say. Let's fade, let's go see the dank man. They'll fade if they is my friend. A few brothers fished in. Let's go to the store so I can get some gin. Oh no, no. Straight head I gon' mind. With a little dab of coke and I'm doing just fine. So now we got our nitro. We up here. Yeah, let's yeah. go get the end up. Info deep, we creep. It's about to be a party in a 5.0G. Doing about a hundred to the mirror. One homie in the back had a St. Ice beer. Rolling like a mother in my backseat. I made him buy five gram. They clean up the mess. G straight hen ball. With no chaser. Forget that beer. Ain't nothing greater. A, B, R, name C. And you gotta pause when you get to the D. The D for the dank. D for drink, but not D as a dope that's stacking your bank. It's only two things that I smoke. That smoke? A brother that's tripping or a pipe full of endo. I smoke nothing but the real McCoy. Straight dank. Keep your bammer joint. Don't give me no bammer weed. We don't smoke that shit in a SFC. Don't give me no bammer weed. We don't smoke.
smoke that in a SFC, don't give me no bammer weed. We don't smoke that in a SFC, don't give me no bammer weed. We don't smoke that in a SFC. Is it gold? Is it green? Is it brown? No, it's black sheep. Breaking a buzz down. Buzz I should I say them endo clutches? Never one homegrown, cause I'm an endo lover. Trip on the stuff that I say. I go get the gang so we can puff away. To the A to the N to the K Brothers know what's up So what more can I say And if it's in a Zag or a pipe It's quite expensive So you better spark it right Get a few homies to fade Find a cut Or just surf in the shade And like me Belongs to a meal Grab a 40 with the dang Cause it's time to get ill It's better than crack cocaine It ain't medicine But it'll ease the pain And if you fire right You on tight That N of 40 Got your girlfriend all night Now for the journey of quest You're creeping for some sex But don't forget the latex Brothers like each other Lesser and lesser But on the dang tip Let's come together You can call it herb Some call it sex But if it's called bammer Don't smoke that mess Don't give me no bammer weed We don't smoke that shit In a SFC Don't give me no bammer weed We don't smoke that shit In a SFC Don't give me no bammer weed We don't smoke that shit In a SFC Don't give me no bammer weed We don't smoke that shit In a SFC Once again It's a villain named Mr. From Harbor OG Just give me a couple of zigzags So I can roll with that when I take a drag Now I ain't got no time for playing I just wanna smoke my dank And people are always saying Smoke that bamboo But what's that word by MC Hammer? Damn, it ain't prop, prop The person who sold it to you Got you straight out gap Now you're looking confused Or should I say baffled? But don't let it kill you Cause a hundred point games Who sold it to you Just smoke it straight to the head And next shit with head to bed Then you start a dream and wonder you say to yourself Damn, that dank was pumping Whoa, ah, attend the engine rolls Won't open that door and let the contact go Brothers say that while rolling a ride at the same time Listen to the baseline By T-Seek and my partner name Black Seek, blowing like D-O-P-E Share fresh rhymes for the R-E-L posse S-B-L goes and kind of fight and listen to But I said it backwards, can I come smoother, smoother I need a dank here We go pull another lick, R.B.L. R.B.L. To the ninja, our mission, mission. going jack big like that. For the endo sacks, to be exact, we took like straight max. See, we got straight to the point, cause we don't smoke no bammer. Don't give me no bammer weed. We don't smoke that shit in a SFC. Don't give me no bammer weed. We don't smoke that shit in a SFC. Don't give me no bammer weed. We don't smoke that shit in a SFC. Don't give me no bammer weed. Join X-Ray DJs at Parasol for a live broadcast of our afternoon lineup on Friday, April 21st from 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Featuring DJs Bobby D, Lamar Leroy, Blossom, Bob Ham, and more spinning live on X-Ray from Parasol. A portion of the night's proceeds will go to our 2017 Spring Fun Drive. Parasol is located at 215 Southeast 9th Avenue. For more information, check us out at xray.fm slash events. X-Ray is your radio station, the one that wakes you up in the morning makes your commute more bearable and offers great tunes on the weekend. Consider making a donation today to the station that puts a microphone to the best and most distinctive of Portland. Your gift, together with those from your friends and neighbours, add up to what we need to make X-Ray great. Support your radio station now. Donate online at xray.fm slash donate. You're listening to is Buttercarp, an advice and music show by Megan Hannon and DJ Mommy Miami on X-Ray FM. To get advice of your own, leave us a voicemail at 9373-HELP-US. That's 
that nice little instrumental track in the background. I don't know if you guys can hear that super well, but it's actually a instrumental track by Solange Knowles, who will be here tomorrow in Portland, Oregon, playing at the Schnitz. I'll be there, so if you want to see me in the flesh, I'll be in my fanciest attire. Eight o'clock tomorrow, I'm wearing this amazing 70s floral dress because it's a you know fancy occasion. That'll be so glamorous. I can only imagine. Yeah, I just, I can't wait. I'm very excited to, to see her. So that's what I'm doing tomorrow. This is His Butter Carb on X-Ray FM. I'm DJ Mommy Miami. I'm Megan Hattie. And we have a guest in the booth today. Scylla McClellan. Scylla McClellan. And we're talking about aging. <laughs> did I say it? Did I say it? No, that? it just, just sounds hilarious. funny. That's like... <laughs> Our guest is an expert on aging. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's older than us. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty um, much. Very, I'm excited to have a non-millennial guest. Um, you oh, know, Because yeah. being millennials, a lot of our circles are millennials. And uh, it, we can only say the same things to each other so many times without having to, you know. It's helpful to welcome in other perspectives. That's true. Speak some sense into us. That's true. True, true. So um, we want to move into another segment, which is specifically talking, Scylla, about your business savvy and how you've developed those skills. Um, because you own two businesses, two small businesses, um, both stores, a bookstore and a clothing retail store. And so can you kind of walk us through how you did it and how you kind of when you did it at what age for example and how you kind of got the confidence and the planning necessary to do so um so i think i've always known i wanted to own my own business and i became a bookseller right out of college so 94 um so i think i was always kind of looking for the opportunity to have my own store And when we first moved to McMinnville, there was the sad little bookstore there. And I just talked to the owners a couple of times about selling it to me, and they did. Um, And then I just learned by making a lot of mistakes Mm -hmm. and um, borrowed some money, used some of my own money. moved back to Oregon from California so we had some money to we'd sold a house down there um, to put into the business and getting it going and I worked a lot at the beginning even with two little kids at home Um, that's probably why we had you babysitting for us a bunch (laughs) (laughs) so how old were you when you bought the the bookstore? Um, 31 Mm -hmm. I think I was 31 so, yeah, I'd already had my kids and I knew I wanted to do my own thing and that seemed like a good opportunity to give it a shot. I was lucky enough too that my husband had a job at the time that um, 
you know, it was okay if I didn't pay myself necessarily for the first six months because I didn't, mm-hmm. and sometimes longer. Um, yeah, but I love owning my own business. I love being my own boss. I'm basically, my husband calls me unemployable <laughs> because I've been self-employed for so long. Oh, that's the dream. Yeah. I admire that so much. But it's not for everyone. Because, you know, there's a lot of risk, especially financial risk. Yeah. And I really think to be successful, you have to be prepared to change a lot and um, accept mistakes that you've made. And, um, yeah, and be prepared for that, that risk. And I've always had great support from my family and really great employees. Mm-hmm. So without that, I couldn't do it. How did you know you were ready to start another business? I got a little bored. Mm-hmm. My kids weren't tiny anymore, and I had a little bit more free time, and I thought I could do it. Um, How many years had you been with the bookstore before you opened the other business, the clothing store? I want to say nine. I'm doing oh. quick math, which is not my strong suit. <laughs> See, I rec- I've, I learned my weaknesses. <laughs> 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 And you hired my mom and to I do the your books. Mom. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Exactly. There's a family connection there, There's, I think. There is. Um, yeah, I just, um, I think I'm good at finding good people to work for me. Mm-hmm. And hopefully um, they like it enough to stay around a while and also develop some loyalty to the stores. And they want to see that successful succeed as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, the downtown business culture of McMinnville. I mean, I'm not there that often, but it still seems really vibrant, and people are proud to shop locally. And yeah, especially around the holidays, it's always really vibrant. Great. It's such a like a classic small town mm-hmm. in a funny way. My dad always called it Mayberry, but mm-hmm. um, you know, but then it's still. There's still some interesting stuff going around. It's not it's not stagnant. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not like just antique <coughs> shops and like one coffee shop. You yeah, know? there are a few coffee shops now. So, um, and it's and they're good coffee options. Mm-hmm. So lots of wine though. Maybe a little too much wine in McMinnville. Yeah, but that's a big yeah. reason how it's There's why it's so changed too. Oh, the yeah. wine bars. Yeah, but the yeah. industry itself was a big part of how yeah the communities changed true and the foodie cultures come with that i think yeah it's kind of definitely and tourists Mm -hmm. we get a lot of tourists Mm -hmm. especially for the ufo festival i'm a tourist (laughs) when when that happens i can't wait that's right around the corner i know i can't wait either second weekend of may ufo festival 18th 19th 19th. oh yeah you would know good do you do any fun special Marketing or, you know, activities around the UFO Festival in either of your places? No, mostly because there's already so much going on. <laughs> we don't need to add to the, the craziness. But um, I really love the UFO Fest, and I know other business owners don't Why love not? it as much as I do. Um, and, yeah, it's crazy. It's just not a weekend. You don't go into it thinking, oh, this is the weekend. I'm going to make big money. Mm-hmm. No. But it's just super fun. Yeah. So oh, it's amazing. It's the best. Um, and so, how have you adapted your businesses, kind of as social media has come and then evolved, and how do you market to that? Well, both of them are on social media. They're both on Facebook and Instagram. 
shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you remind folks of what your businesses are called? Third Street Books and Yamhill Valley Dry Goods. Oh, is it at both of those to find you on Instagram? It is just clean and simple. Nice. Um, like the tracks we play on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> clean and simple. <laughs> um, I think the biggest way I've learned about marketing. Well, for the bookstore, I'm lucky that we have a great national trade association, the American mm-hmm. Booksellers Association, and they do a lot of education um, sessions. If you go to shows and things like that and my regional trade association the pacific northwest booksellers association also Mm -hmm. um does a lot of great education options like that and so that's always been a great way to see okay what are other stores doing what works for these stores what's not working and just talking to other booksellers both regionally and nationally and then just extrapolating from that what's going to work for the clothing store because it's different mm-hmm. yeah definitely. and also following stores that i like mm-hmm. and seeing what do they do mm-hmm. how can i make that work for me yeah and work for mcmanville and work for Mc- exactly yeah that's a big thing like you know having a store in portland or a store in the bay area what books sell there aren't necessarily mm-hmm. going to sell in McMinnville. And that's yeah. a big thing that sometimes I have to fight publishers on. They're like, yeah. oh, everybody's getting 12 of these. And I'm like, I can't sell that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. I'm wrong, you mm-hmm. know, which is fine. I'm hopefully I'm wrong in the right way. But it's the same thing with the, the clothing stores, a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know, Linfield College students can't really afford maybe the quality of clothes that you carry. That's true, but their so parents can, tough. Yeah. or well, often do. <laughs> <coughs> true, true. Like, would you ever carry something? Would you ever carry like some right-wing literature or something yeah. to sell it? Yep, I don't believe you know in censorship. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I it's if it was a store that only sold the things that I liked, mm-hmm. it wouldn't survive. I mean, I I really make an effort for it to be a community bookstore and to represent all aspects of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and my hope is that over the years, I'm stocking things that maybe people wouldn't otherwise be exposed to. Mm-hmm. And through that, they're exploring other perspectives and other parts of the world and learning about other lives and lifestyles and yeah. Cool. I think that's part of my job as a bookseller. Yeah, definitely. What do you think your third business would be if you were to start one? I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> two is plenty. Okay. Two sometimes is one too many. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it seems exciting. Do you have any advice for young people who want to do the same thing in this current economy? I would say go work for somebody else who's doing it for a while first Mm -hmm. to make sure you're not just romanticizing it that it's really what you want before you start doing that and then just be prepared to bust your butt yeah did you feel like you romanticized working in a bookstore prior to no because i worked in bookstores for a while beforehand a long time actually which was it was like going to grad school for book selling Mm -hmm. i learned a lot on other people's dime and it was super worth it yeah because you also got dimes in the process i also got dimes (laughs) exactly (laughs) nice if you have any questions for our guest feel free to text us at 971-220-2200 
KXRY. That's 971-220-5979. And we'll be here for an entire, uh, almost half an hour still, so don't be shy. And we do provide excellent advice all the time with and without our guests, so much so that our regular actually uh, (coughs) followed our advice of last week, which was to ask someone he had a date or had a crush on on a date. I'm so happy for him. And And they did. He did. And she said yes. I look forward to hearing where that goes. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be a good transition, too, for what we talk about a little bit later, which Mm -hmm. is (laughs) L-O-V-E. Love, for those of you who don't (laughs) know. M-A-R-R-I-I-A-G-E. Marriage. Also. Staying in love. How to do it. Find out on Is Butter a Carb on X-Ray FM. Mm-hmm. We're going to jump into a few tracks I picked out and personalized the cleanliness of this song. It wasn't squeaky <laughs> clean. It wasn't as clean and simple as I was hoping. So I took to cleaning it up for y'all so we could play it. Uh, it's a song called I'm On by Kamaya. And I'll be playing that. And we're going to be pick- picking one of... Scylla's Scylla's <laughs> um, <laughs> tracks, which is Business by Toon Yards. Because she has a business. She does. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I was true. like, that's why she likes it. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to do that. And stay tuned. Text us 971-220-KXRY. This is Is Butter a Carb. Thanks for tuning in.
take my life away. Support from X-Ray FM comes from our members and Ray's Ragtime Hollywood. Since 1986, Ray's Ragtime has been a source for costumes, vintage apparel, costume jewelry, and men's and women's accessories from every era. More information can be found on their Facebook page or at their new location on 40th and Sandy, across from the Hollywood Theater. X-Ray DJs at Digapony for a live broadcast of our Wednesday afternoon lineup, Wednesday, April 19th from 4 p.m. to 12 a.m. Featuring DJs Anjali and the Incredible Kid, 
Dijon Mustard, Tex Clark, and more spinning live on X-Ray from Digapony. A portion of Wednesday's proceeds will go to our spring fund drive. More information available at xray.fm slash events. Butter or carb, Megan Hattie here to tell you about our fun drive going on now. This is day four, um, f- and our matching gift today is two thousand dollars. Wowza! So if you donate that much, it'll totally be matched, which is pretty cool. Um, you can pledge by calling five zero three seven zero nine nine five three five. Or by going online to xray.fm slash donate to start your membership. And uh, you can become a member and donate on a number of income levels. Um, A lot of people sign up for an automatic donation to spread their contribution through the year. And giving amounts like 20, 15, 10, even even 5. I Uh, actually personally give $6 a month. So that's that's an option if you want to do that. Any kind of amounts that you want, yeah. And we do have a giveaway item today. So anybody who becomes a member uh, or re-ups their membership today will be entered to get a $100 gift card to Gladys Bikes and a helmet and bell from Nutcase Helmets. It's not, That's amazing. It's, not, it's no laughing matter. <laughs> um, keeping your brain safe is no joke. Uh, while biking. Gladys Bikes is a women-friendly bike shop <laughs> 29th in Alberta. They sell bikes, helmets, cycling clothing, bags, and more. Full-service bike repair shop. And Nutcase is a Portland-based helmet company. So we really do rely on uh, support of our members to make the station possible. Our show would not be here without them. Uh, actually, last year, over half of our funding came from listeners just like all of you. So... We need it because we put a mic to the best and most distinctive of Portland. And if that mic has no power, we are talking to no one. So, pledge drive number again is 503-709-9535. You can also visit xray.fm slash donate to see how you can become a member. Help us keep doing this, especially on this show, which... You must love. Yeah, it's called the Butter or Carb. You're listening right now. And that pledge line is always live. 503-709-9535. Consider pledging or just tell us if and why you love us. We like hearing that. (laughs) Text us in the studio at 971-220-5979. We have a a few minutes left with... uh, our wonderful guest, Scylla McClellan, super cool small business owner and super cool mom. And uh, we actually wanted to move into our third segment and talk to you about marriage. Because <laughs> you've been married for how long now? Um, 22 years in september that's almost how old i am and you got (laughs) married at a young age you know younger than we are now so this is true how did that happen um we just like hey let's get married okay 
none of our friends were getting married um yeah we were young and dumb how'd you meet uh we met in college the end of our senior year he was dating my housemate (laughs) they broke up before we started dating and you swooped swooped on in it was some mutual swooping oh i think (laughs) and how long was it until y'all tied the knot um a year later wow yeah how did you know I don't know. <laughs> you just, we were, I think we were just like, yeah, okay. Why not? <laughs> Nothing better to do. No. I don't, I mean, I don't know. At your wedding, did you say, I dude? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> we had a, a very, very short ceremony, mm-hmm. like two minutes. Like my friend said, called it turbo wedding. <laughs> I mean, it seems like the relationship's just been turbo, turbo. Yeah, that that part's been, you know, long, going strong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. So how has it been since then? It's been good. Um, Yeah. The best thing is we still make each other laugh. Mm -hmm. And we have the same fundamental parenting goals, maybe sometimes in a slightly different style. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been fun and interesting raising children. Um, and I think as we get older, we can allow each other space to do things that the other one wants to do, mm-hmm. but also we can still do things together, especially now that our kids are pretty much, they can, they're independent. Yeah. Um, that must be nice. That's been pretty awesome actually. Do you have any advice for young folks who are currently in love or thinking about love, thinking about getting married? Um, it's a broad, it's a broad question. I know, you know, it's such an, it's so um, subjective. Uh, no, I mean, I, I would say if you're really not sure, you probably shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But <coughs> at the same time, you know, I don't know. I know a lot of people don't believe in marriage in terms of like it as an institution. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I personally like the idea of there being some kind of meaningful commitment. We're not religious, so mm-hmm. it, that wasn't ever a factor. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I think back to it, I think that that sort of mark to celebrate that was important. It was our wedding was our first wedding either of us had ever been to. (laughs) So we didn't really know. Now we've been to a bunch. And every time we're like, I still like my wedding better. I still we still like ours the best. That's very pure to be able to just set the tone for exactly what you think a wedding should look like and do it. Well, mostly we didn't. We were just like, I don't know. (laughs) We let the moms do it. Did you get married in Portland? No, we got married in California. So we were living in Portland and... We flew down. Actually, Corey was living in Colorado that summer working mm. for the Forest Service. Mm-hmm. And then we flew to California and got married. And then he flew back to Portland. Destination wedding then. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think as both of you have aged, you have become, you know, has it been like a constant journey of growing together? Or have there been times when it's kind of ebbed and flowed in terms of like wow we're becoming different people we're not as similar as we used to be i think mm, there's a little bit of both 
I don't think there's that much. I think we're definitely both growing as individuals, but um, I think since our fundamental core beliefs are really close, um, that stays the same. And then we can allow we have that we can allow that space for the other person to sort of maybe try on different things. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's a plus to getting married really young. I don't know. My sister got married pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it sounds cool. So if I were to get married this year, would that still be pretty young or am I too old? I don't know. I, you know, people young. get married like <laughs> later now. Who you get married to? But it's also, you know, it's also, you know, young is relative. And it's mm-hmm. very much based on your sort of socioeconomic status too. Yeah. You know? Definitely. I mean, a lot of my classmates are now married in McMinnville and have and kids. Having kids, exactly. Which, and it's, that's kind of the norm for that yeah. culture, and in at in least a part of that culture, and that's not at all where I'm at. So yeah. it's just interesting. But um, I'm going to veto you being young if you get married. Mm, I guess, well, 26. 26 maybe is still... Is still like if Barely I were to get young. if I were Barely. to get married, no one would be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like finally, <laughs> at this point, my grandma would be like, "So I might get to meet your grandkids." Oh, that's 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 a low blow. <laughs> no, <laughs> guilting you with death. <laughs> I don't know. Anyhow, Sula, thank you so much for being on tonight. Happy uh, to do it. It's been a fun 420 show. Um, once again, next time you're strolling down Third Street in McMinnville, stop into Third Street Books and uh, say hi to Scylla if you're so inclined. Or buy a book. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Do you have an online shop? No, I'm not that organized. Well, that's okay. Maybe someday. Well, then go there and buy a book in person, the old-fashioned way. That's right. Read paper. Can people come in and be like, is Scylla here? And then go say hi to you in the back, like I always do. <laughs> they can, but if my staff doesn't know them, they'll block them. Oh, oh. <laughs> powerful. They're very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> and her other store is Yamhill Valley Dry Goods, also McMinnville on 3rd Street. And when's the UFO Fest again? I think the 18th and 19th of May. Yes. Friday, be- Saturday. The parade is on Saturday. <laughs> that'd be a great time to stop in. You can go to downtownmcminnville.com and look at the schedule nice awesome cool well, thanks again for being on his butter carb thanks for inviting me this is a weekly show you can tune in next thursday from 9 to 10 p.m pacific time on on portland waves on vancouver waves or on the worldwide waves on the <laughs> internet the worldwide web yes find us on facebook is butter carb just search us and you'll, you can stay in touch before we hear from you next. Until we meet again, I shall bestow onto you this loving track called Wild Dream by Joe Tassini and friends because owning a business or at least being self-employed is my wild dream. <laughs> and I'll be having wild dreams tonight thanks to 420. <laughs> <laughs> ho ho! Thanks for listening to X-Ray FM, where radio is yours. Stay tuned for DJ Big Ed. (laughs) Okay, it's just DJ Ed. I'll stop with that joke. (laughs) Thanks for listening.
had a wild dream last night I was walking in space Talking to the stars Shining and bright Looking at the moon Smiling face I was searching For someone that I knew But I was into another world Where making love was the only thing to do I lost the track of time and didn't care I was in space last night Space last night A rainbow told me Rainbow told me That I was there Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cardinal Club, a neighborhood bar and kitchen serving seasonal food and drink from 5 p.m. to midnight Monday through Thursday and 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. Located between Burn 